You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day and another week, so it's time for the opening. And we welcome back Nick Kunza from his sojourn in KwaZulu-Natal. Nick, we don't want to get into the tourism thing. We'll do that with David Shapiro tomorrow on the 5 o'clock shadow. But how was it? How beautiful is South Africa? It was actually extraordinary. Like, I think we years ago, decades ago, I'm thinking of, there used to be a slogan that SA Tourism had was was a world within one country. And it was very much just, I was only gone for a week. But yeah, I had mist, I had sunshine, I had thunderstorms, I had sunny days, literally had every season uh, on my little seven-day little road trip um, up, the N, up and down the N3. But it was great fun. But uh, yeah, nice and rested and nice to be back. And with the markets doing what they did last week, I think the energy was up 5%. I should go away more often. Yeah, I think you should. And you talked about mist and sunshine and thunderstorms. We've had that on the markets all year. But recently, it's been sunshine, particularly in the United States of America. And even this morning, an extension of the rally that we saw last week. Because when you went away, Nick, the S&P was around 33.40 at its lows. It's now 34.80. 150 points is not to be sneezed at. No, it's not. I mean, it's quite, I was doing the numbers. I was doing my catch up last night for getting ready for the week. I mean, S&P up, you know, 3.8% in the week. NASDAQ up almost 5%. Dow Jones, 25 You know, we had some decent bounces. Gold shares on Friday and Saturday also up 6 7%. And, you know, I'm actually quite surprised because I thought the closer we get to the elections, you know, that clock is ticking for the 3rd of November, um, that you start to, we, we now expect volatility. But you've got to say, it hasn't been that much volatility the last few days. It's been that steady grind higher, and uh, S&P is looking like it's about to retest the old highs. Uh, once again, the usual slogan, stimulus, waiting for that stimulus package, which no one's seen yet. But for the moment, the market seems to be looking at this as the glass half full. So we're getting that sort of grind. And But uh, I expect things to chop up a little bit because it is the start of the year course as well yes when does that start and it, it usually starts with um what's that company called the um the Al- alcan usually kicks it off Al- alcoa alcoa that's Correct. it yes but, but they've actually stopped doing it and the reason they they used to kick it off because it was on, on the sort of uh the stock code was a a l or a a o or something so it was the first yes. alphabetically that would start but they've changed it slightly and i don't know why anyway we kick off uh, tomorrow with the banks which could be very fascinating uh we've got um We've got the first, the first lot offers JP Morgan Citigroup out tomorrow before uh, the US Open. We had a midday roughly European or South African time. Uh, JP Morgan's their forecast to have dropped 25%. Uh, and then, of course, we've got um, got Apple got their big announcement on Tuesday as well. So, but it, it should be quite fascinating because the earnings are expected to have dropped significantly. But a lot of people thinking they're not as is going to be as bad as people think. But that is certainly the main uh, the highlight for this week. I think start of US earnings season. Yeah, anything corporate wise in South Africa for the week? I'm just getting my economics diary yeah, up. Yeah, there's quite a bit. We've got production and consumption data that's due out, uh, I think, tomorrow. That's going to be quite interesting from from a South African point of view to see how badly the sort of COVID-induced uh, second quarter collapse was. Uh, the next other big read is out on Thursday. That's uh, Stats SA's second quarter employment stats. Uh, on the survey of firms as opposed to labor force surveys, which focuses on the households. So it'll give a better indication of the health of SA Inc. 
uh, Wednesday, retail sales out of South Africa. So let's see how well or bad the South consumer has been doing. Uh, and then today, the late, we've got manufacturing and mining production, also still out of set of numbers on Tuesday. So, yeah, offshore and onshore, it should be a, a busy a busy week to get, to get sink our teeth into anyway. Yeah, what we've got here on my diary, uh, today, manufacturing mm-hmm. production, tomorrow, mining production, um, and on the 14th, uh, Wednesday, obviously, retail sales in South Africa. That, that, that's quite a good one. Non-farm employment that in South Africa one. comes out, and um, nothing on the for the rest of the week, uh, but stuff coming for the United States as well. But, uh, yeah, South Africa, uh, quite a busy week. Let's have a look at the uh, corporate announcement this morning. Just going to get my stock exchange news service up, uh, Nick. But what have you seen? What did you say in your morning meeting? Your legendary morning meeting. <laughs> <laughs> the legendary morning meeting. Um, well, it's very thin on the JSC front. I picked up Bull and Properties this morning. Mm. Uh, they were out with, uh, with uh, half-year results. Look, they didn't look so bad paying a dividend, which is I thought was quite impressive for a property company. And considering most of them have sort of stalled their payments. So that was up this morning. Um, and on the economic diary, I mean, the only thing I could pick up actually on the, on the corporate side was car track results. They've got interim results on Wednesday. Yeah. But it really is, really is quite thin. It's more economic sort of week. Um, and we'll, I guess the, the company earnings will be taken up by the U.S. But, um, as you said, though, it's a little bit of a win. risk on sort of start today, today. Yeah. Interesting. Just to mention car track briefly. Mm. Um, the, the, the share has been on a tear for quite a while now. It'll be mm. interesting to see if after the trading update, which prompted the rally, if the earnings actually back it up, uh, back it up and uh, the P.E. price comes down, the P.E. ratio rather comes down. Um, yeah, it's often by the rumor, sell the fact. So watch out for that one mm. on, on Thursday. A small cap, but a very interesting one. Spot prices now. I've got the dollar rand at 16.52, the British pound against the rand, 21.54, and the euro rand is 19.52, with the euro dollar, 118.20. Um, that's weaker since you left, I think, by about 100 basis mm. points, Nick. I can't quite yeah, remember. There was a bit of a stronger dollar theme when I was leaving. I was wondering if we got it wrong, but uh, it looks like normal service prevailing that weaker dollar theme again. Precisely. Dow Jones Industrials on Friday up nearly 0.6%, just way above 28,000, 28,600, uh, apart from a few points. S&P 500 was up 0.9%, and the NASDAQ was a 1.4% winner. Um, this morning in the Far East, Tokyo down a quarter of a percent. Shanghai, after the Golden Week, uh, up two and three quarters percent. Hang Seng up 2.1 percent. The all share in Sydney up half a percent. The gold price? Yeah, this is quite good. This is a change from when you were, were away. Remember, we were having a mm. chat with uh, David Shapiro about this. Um, oh, no, it wasn't you. It was your stand-in, Gary Boyson. Oh, uh, Gary, no, it was uh, Gary Boyson, actually, oh, last, Gary Boyson. last Tuesday. Uh, he, he and I took – well, actually, no, it wasn't so much that. It was David taking sides against myself and, and Gary, and the gold price mm. promptly fell to 1880, but now back at 1925, which from Friday, I think, if you take the, the clothes that my screen uses, up $37, but probably only up about – about eight dollars or something overnight. Platinum is eight eighty-five. Where's Palladium, please, Nick? Mm, that's an, also an interesting one to watch. It's unchanged on the day, but from when I last looked at it, uh, the start of last week, twenty uh, two thousand four hundred and fifty dollars. So it's flat, but it must be a couple of hundred dollars from when I last looked uh, a week ago. So really, that commodity basket coming to the fore. West Texas crude is down just over a percent to $40.17 per barrel, clinging on to 40. Brent crude oil, $42.43, which is down a percent. So that's flying in the face of other commodities, which it, which it does periodically. It seems to dislocate itself, distance itself from what the metals are doing and, and goes its own way. And why not? Um, Nick, what have we got uh, on your leaders and losers and laggards on the JSC today? Anything? Because it's a really, really strong start. 
It is a, it is a strong story. I just wanted to mention iron ore as well. We don't often mention that part of the commodity basket, but mm. up almost 4% on Friday, um, obviously after the Chinese came back, it's been shut for a week, and up another percent again this morning. So also keep an eye on that one. Obviously that affects the likes of uh, Kumba iron ore. But uh, on the moves and shakers this morning, we have uh, Hamilton PLC. I see it was at the top of the loser board on Friday, bouncing back up 11%, 4 and 50 uh, Hospitality back in flavor, so goes Sun up 5%. Uh, Kura Holdings um, up 5.4%. Uh, banking shares, APSA, also after having a weaker sort of uh, Friday, they're up almost 3% this morning. And Sabanya still with, uh, with the commodity shares doing what they're doing, up 2.6%. Uh, and then on the downside, mm, no real real sort of trend here. Uh, Car Trek Holdings that we just mentioned, incidentally, maybe maybe they're doing a little bit of selling the rumor as we speak. Yes. Um, so Car Trek down 2% this morning. Uh, we've got uh, the likes of Sun International up down 1.82%. Advitech is down 1.9%. And African Rainbow Capital down 1.43%. So a bit of a... I don't know if I can spot any trend there, to be honest. Bit of a mixed bag. But overall, there's a definitely a, a definite, um, just a stronger sort of feel to the market this morning, generally. Yeah, just on the Hammerson story, because I've got Hammerson mm. on my delayed screen up 11%. Sometimes it's down 10%. Next day, it's up 3 and it's all yeah. over the place. Is this a punter's favorite? Is it liquid enough for people to punt? Because it looks really punty to me. Yeah, the guys do play around in it quite a bit. Look, it, it, it was a lot of arbitrage happening because of it was trading with the nil pay, the rights, um, a while ago. Mm. So a lot of people are sort of trading that spread. But um, I think I think it's become a little bit of a speculative share. I mean, this share was three rand fifty you know, not too long ago. It's four rand fifty. So I mean, that's twenty five thirty percent higher. Uh, it is quite liquid, um, and as a four rand fifty stock. Um, you do get a lot of the guys do like to play in it. But um, if you look at sort of the daily, I mean, up, it's currently up 7.3. So, I mean, it's given back 3% while we've been speaking. Um, it trades on, on average. I'm just looking now. It's quite, it's, it's quite liquid. You know, it trades on average almost 100,000. We've got your, no, turnover almost sort of half a million. So, it's not massive it's so far this morning. Looks like it averages between 5 to 10 million rands with trade today. So, I've got Hammerson, Pan-African Resources, ABSA Group. You already mentioned that one. I've got Process up 2.7% as well. That explains the big move in the all share or part mm. of the big move in the all share. Yeah, 10 cent. We never mentioned that. 10 cent this morning closing up 2.87%. Mm. I think it's about 10 Hong Kong dollars off the all-time high, closing at 555, 555. Gosh. Hong Kong dollars. That's so almost back up to the all-time highs. I wonder if the theory is that people coming back from Golden Week are going to sit sit down and uh, get reacquaint themselves with gaming or whatever they do mm. on, on Tencent. I don't know, but certainly people back at their desks in um, in China and uh, Tencent doing very well. Car track you mentioned uh, ninety-one down two-thirds. I've got Kumba Iron Ore down um, also around about two-thirds of a percent. Exaro down around about half. A percent. Nick, um, let's have a look at the indices after 48 minutes of trading, please. Hmm. So after 48 minutes, it's actually not a bad start to this Monday, my first Monday back, where the all share up 0.61%, 336 points, 55,520, uh, top 40 up 0.64%, 323 points, 51,100, it was almost under 50,000 when, when I remember seeing it. Uh, if you look at the individual indices, financials having a good day, 1.35% firmer, industrials 0.9% firmer, healthcare shares 0.73% firmer. Uh, and consumer signals half percent. If I think the only lag is utilities are down 0.1, but otherwise a solid start to the week. Nick Kunza, thanks very much for your time. Welcome back. Nick Kunza is from Sunland Private Wealth. That was the opening. Nick will be back with me for the five o'clock shadow. 
The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.